Alright guys, welcome to Full Living, 40 Mo Guys Rex Reads. Um we're back. Um this is episode We'll figure it out later. Um Social anxiety. There's uh, anxiety in public places like transit, like trains, school, work, um, and it's just a whole broad spectrum of anxiety when a cop. suggested by somebody in uh, Curious Cat, and I think it's a great topic, so thanks to whoever did that, but uh, just to ask you guys if you guys have experienced social anxiety. Um, obviously, I mean, I've experienced it, but I'm trying to think back if it was, like how intense it was, right, because it, it, it's different levels, right? Yeah. Right. The anxiety you feel when, you know, Sorry about that. The anxiety you feel, you know, when you have a test or when you're doing something like that's important, is not the same as the anxiety you feel when you know when a cop drives by. No, I asked about social anxiety. So, um, social anxiety. De- dealing with dealing with people. And we'll get to we'll get to. Oh, okay, okay, sorry about that. Just social anxiety. Um, have you ever been? Have I ever? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I have. But for me, it's not really a matter of people are going to reject me or people are going to, it's more of, well, not anymore, but like at the time, it was more like, you know, I want to have the best, I want to give the best impression of who I am, mm-hmm. you know, and constantly having that in your mind is, is, is difficult because you don't know what people are thinking. So to try to maybe like gauge that based on how they're reacting to you and it takes a lot of effort and depending on how much you value that, would determine how how much anxiety you'd get. At least for me. 
right? So if it's somebody who I respected and I wanted them to sort of, you know, so I wanted to impress them, my level of anxiety would be higher than it was if it was just you know, a random person that I met, right? And for me, the way I got over it was, um, shout out to my nigga Weezy for this line, because <laughs> this, this is his go-to line. It's not that serious. Thanks. Uh, you know, yeah. and I remember, I still remember the day, like, I remember, I remember the day this clicked in my head. I was at school, and I was sitting in the student center, and I remember looking around, and like, it just clicked, like, it just, it just clicked. I was like, why am I trying to impress people who are trying to impress people? Mm. Wow. Yeah. Dude, dude, that was a bar. I don't know, for me, like, it, it just clicked. Just uh, say it one more time for the people in the back. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Staring at me. <laughs> <laughs> no, why am I trying to impress people that are trying to impress people? Everyone's trying to impress somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, so why, why you know, am I trying to impress them? And ever since then, it's been like, having even a second thought. Wow, that's, that that's, is uh, that's pretty, pretty amazing and uh, pretty amazing uh, yeah. a little tidbit or story. <laughs> um, for me, honestly, um, I used to get social anxiety in terms of school, especially like, especially in class, bro. I could never, ever, 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 ever like answer a question. Oh, that was me too. Bro, yeah. never ever in my <laughs> life. Like, like I was, I was, I don't know. Like any time I would, I would even think. I, I know that answer in my head, and I'm just like, oh, but what if I'm wrong? I'm like, yo, what if I'm wrong? And everybody's like, constantly thinking about and that. Then, and then, yeah, and then I'm like, yo, everybody turns around, like, yo, you're so stupid for even thinking that. Answer, you know what I'm and I was like, damn. So I used to, I used, to, I used to be like that. And then, honestly, it didn't that like up until second year of university. I was like, uh, and then and then I took a night class, and there was like maybe eight people in the class, so you had to put your input. Mm. So I had, and it was one of those teachers that he wanted to make it like an interactive class, and then I used to hate those people. Yeah, I hated, I hated them with all my heart and soul. But honestly, I had to, I had to, I had to thank him because because I realized like, yo, everybody else is just the same as me. They don't want to say the dumbest thing. Obviously, there's one person that knew the whole textbook who already right. going to class. <laughs> always one person. Yeah, always but, one person. But everybody yeah, it's else. Sort of like sort of realizing that it's not just it's you. Not just everybody you. feels, everybody this, feels way. this way. Yeah. And then once you like kind of realize that, it's it's definitely like leaps and bounds easier than it was it's before. It's sort of like it, it gives it less of a value. Yeah. You know, because the how important or how anxious you feel about something is determined by how much importance you give it. Exactly. True, right? exactly. So when you realize that everybody else is feeling this way, it's like the value doesn't have that much value yeah, anymore. Because it's like it's, it's, you're not you're not like a one off. Yeah, you're not exactly. the only person that's like that. And I think that's what, and I don't know, that's what scared me. So it, it might it might probably scare other people. But there's people that have like crippling anxiety where they're just like. They literally, they can't like. Honestly, the way the, the way I got over it was never like a, it just it just went away, you know. Yeah. I had to like adjust, especially, especially in class. Like, after, I remember after that day, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna stop, you know, giving giving it data points. But to think it and to act on it, like, two it's different way things. Harder, yeah. Yeah. Right. So like, I remember like going to class and thinking, you know what? I don't care what happens. I'm gonna answer. Like, I'm gonna put my hand up. I'm gonna speak. You know, I'm gonna give my input. And it was hard, like it was really hard at first. 
But then, like the first time you do it, you're like, oh wow, nobody left that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was kind of not falling. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And then, like the more, the more often you do it, it just becomes second like nature. Second, like, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. And you realize, you just realize, yo, like, like you said, it's not the same. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It, start, it starts hitting you yeah. once you uh, get out of your shell and you start talking. You're like, wait. Yeah. What was I afraid of? Yeah, what, time? what are you afraid of? I understand that. Yeah. Since oh. since I've been young, like since the time I was like literally like I don't know fifth grade, sixth grade. Um, till now, always been like that—that that guy that always talks, talk a lot. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I, f- I feel like in class, never really had that social anxiety. Never really had it in like other, I guess, social events. I only had it when I was literally playing sports for some reason. It's because I'm so competitive, you know. Pressure, yeah. pressure. You always like you, you gotta be that. Like if you're that guy and you gotta score and your team's like sus and you're like only one person, yeah. it's the worst because you know you're gonna come off. And you don't want to take the ball because you know you're going to miss, but at the same time, there's no one else going to take the ball. So you got to do something. So that was the only time I was afraid. No. Other than that, I really didn't care about what people thought. So like, okay, were you ever in a situation where you're like, yo, whether or not I score or whatever, like, I don't care, you know? It was just a competitive side. It wasn't like, oh, I didn't, I didn't really like care about like losing in the long term. It was just short term for that time. It was like, oh man, like I lost, I don't want to lose. It's kind of like right now, I just came back from ball. Mm. Oh man, I missed a shot, man. Oh man, I should have, I should have scored, kind of thing. I lost. Next game, wait or leave, done. That's it. You know? right, yeah, right. I understand the sports anxiety. Yeah, I've never had it. Right. Sports anxiety, especially if you play like competitive and like. No, it's, it's like sucks you, when you're you, the worst on the team. Hundred <laughs> percent. If, if you're not the best on the team and you make a mistake, you know the repercussions. Like yeah. yeah. Your one shot of you like trying to prove yourself on the team. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, That's why there's so much pressure. Yeah. Ten seconds on the clock. And then, then, you and then, if the, then there's the opposite. If you're one of the like the good players on the team, take all if you mess up, there's a bench player that's ready to take your spot. Oh my god. At the same time, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's and pressure. Everybody else loves you off if you're the worst player on the team and you score. You hear the bench. Honestly, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys think that could be applied? Like that kind of thing could be applied elsewhere? Like in the workplace or something? Yeah. Oh, 100%. It could be applied everywhere. everywhere. For example, I'll give, you, I'll give you an example. Let's say we're all sitting down and um, one of us is like super uh, super shy, doesn't really talk to girls. And then we see a, we see a girl that the guy likes and we tell him, yo, go talk to the girl. Mm. <laughs> like being that, because we, when we're in high school, we're young, we, being the asshole we are, we am a guy that we know doesn't have the, the confidence, confidence yeah. to go talk to a girl. He'll be social. He'll be. He'll have anxiety about it. But then we like trick him to go. Just to everybody. Him. Everybody. The same it. way. The same way. The worst player on the team. We're amping him when he gets the ball, giving him courage. And then sometimes that would even make a, a worse situation because the person embarrasses himself. Yeah. Both, both times. But like, I think, I think you can see both sides of it. Yeah. You know? that, on the one hand, yeah. you're like you're trying to give the guy the confidence to do it. But on the other hand, that person might look at it as you know extra pressure. Now yeah. it's like there's, there's people watching. There's people waiting on me. Yeah. You know. You have to and nine, time, okay, nine times out of ten, you're just, people are just trying to get a laugh out of it. And like being out when you're a kid, you're an asshole. Yeah. Like you don't, you don't really, you're not really considering so that young. I do think so. Hey, have you ever considered? Huh? Like obviously now, like before when you were kids, you don't really think yeah. about that stuff. But do you ever consider now, like those moments that were just one-offs that are just random moments for us that we did pretty often? To somebody else, that could be like. 100%. A huge moment in your life. No? That's literally, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. When you're young, you don't think about it, but like, it has a huge impact. Like, stuff that happens when you're a kid has a huge impact. Like, mm. for me, when I was in uh, <coughs> elementary school, that's when uh, my social anxiety like started going away. Because 
actually uh, talking about sports, the first time I stopped um, thinking about social anxiety was um, I was like what grade six or something like that. I was on the ball team, you know. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Finish yeah, but I was I was on the ball team. I was feeling nice about myself, you know, all that. <laughs> and then I came to I was like, one of the tallest I was one of the tallest kids then, so. That means like at that age, that means you're like, the best player on the team. <laughs> that guy. So, so when when you have that 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 pressure on you, uh, like when you're a kid, you even have more pressure because everyone's opinion means so much. Yeah, uh, pressure, right? Mm. So uh, I remember like just go, on a fast break, going on a layup and just slipping, <laughs> slipping. Like I, I was by myself, like fast break and slipping and falling, and that whole crowd dying of laughter. Ooh. I thought, you know, you're that means a lot when you're a kid. I thought, yo, my life was over. I'm like, oh my goodness, like I'm, a, I'm embarrassing. Like, yeah. I was next year, right? And then um, I realized how fast people's opinions can change because in that same game, I had a game with shot and everyone was cheering John. So as, as a kid, as a kid, I'm thinking, yo, like, that's hell? Was, yeah, not easy. That was just for a moment, and that's when I realized, and that trickled on for like the rest of my life. That's that little moment as a kid. So like what happened? You guys young, young, people, you people get over 100%, it. Hundred percent, yeah. And that, then you, that, you, you exactly get over it the same way. That's the I think point. Like, it's not that serious. We sort of, we sort of like digress from social anxiety to just general anxiety. Yeah. With sports and like you know those intense moments, right? Now, with going back to social anxiety, the opinions that people have of us, right? Are they generally things that we're like, okay, you know what? I want this person to have a good impression of me, or is it I don't want this person to have a negative impression of me? You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes you want to impress, so by default you're neutral, so you want to impress, you want to get a step ahead. But then on the other hand, it's like you're starting from you know no impression and you want to get a good impression, right? So this sort of comes to like when you're when you're speaking to somebody, right? Some people will go like to be very extra. You know, to try to impress people. Oh, and then some people, you know, I, was, I was literally thinking about that. Like, like when I think one of these guys were talking, I was, I was thinking about a person that, that was yeah. kind of like that. Yeah. Just going so, the extra mile. Yeah, just yeah. going the extra mile. And I realized, like, I'm just thinking about it now. And I'm realizing that, you know, those people probably are going through some level of social anxiety. Because when you're trying to impress, by nature, then that means you, who you are, or you view who you are, as not impressive enough. Yeah. Exactly. And it's exactly. like it's like kind of a reaction to it. Mm-hmm. Them going like just bursting or whatever is the reaction to them thinking, oh, I have to do this to be. Uh, yeah. Think exactly. Honest, honestly, for me, I think I got more social anxiety the older I got. Like, as a kid, especially like in elementary school. Um, when I was in elementary school, I just, I would quote unquote, the class clown, I would do stupid shit. Like, um, we had a, our, our, so my school, I was in Edmonton at the time, and uh, my school had this reading competition. And the class I read the most books um, got a horse, horse ride or whatever, right? <laughs> and then um, I used to like, and then, I, so once we got that horse ride, and I'm, I'm just, I'm jumping, I'm running around, I'm super hyper, and then I, I jump and I, I fall on, on um, onto the, I fall off the horse or something. I don't know, I did something stupid, like actually stupid, but everyone thought it was funny. And, mm-hmm. then, I, and, then, and then I ran, chased, chased on the horse, and then I, I, I got back on the thing. And then I used to do a lot of like more outlandish things, and then the older I got, the less I would, 
the more I would be like, oh. You're conscious of that? Conscious of that. And like, maybe they weren't laughing with me, they're laughing at me. And then I was like, I started getting into my own head a little more. It was, I'm thinking, like, you said you, went to, you moved around a lot, right? I moved around a lot, yeah. There was a lot of different schools. So you were always sort of trying to make an impression. I had to make an impression. Like, because I'm thinking the same thing. I also, I went to like four different schools, like four high school. And I was thinking, like, for, for, for you, you were trying to make an impression, yeah. right? But for me, I was trying not to make a negative impression. Mm-hmm. You know what well, that, that was while I was in the one school for, for like four years. You were doing outlandish things, trying to, try to make okay. an impression. But for me, yeah. I was quiet and I didn't say nothing. I was mute because I didn't want to make a negative impression. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, that was, so that was, when I, the, the thing I'm talking about is when I was in elementary school. Mm-hmm. When I started changing schools, bro, I went, to, I went to four schools in the same grade. Oh, in grade nine, I went to four different schools. So every three months, I went to a different school. How so, many credits did you get? Bro, I, I, it, was, it was in Africa, so oh, I don't think credits existed. <laughs> <laughs> they just say you're in this grade, we're in the class. So, so it, I would do the same thing, just kind of like mm-hmm. be more reserved. And, and that, that, was, that was the reason like, that I was trying to get to. Like, when, I was, when I was more comfortable with the people, I'd be able to do more outlines of things. But the more I moved on, the more reserved, and like, like you said, um, what what did you just say? Trying not to make a negative, negative impression. I'll do the same like, thing. But. For me, what I learned to do was um, try to give like the realest version of me right when you see me. So you're not figuring out anything after. You're not figuring out like you're not. You don't have like your first impression as what I would probably be like if you knew me forever. You know what's so, funny? Like I'm noticing now. Like those things that you figured out, I figured out like like. Pretty recently, like you know, after I got over my social anxiety. So for you, you figured out the you said you got over your social anxiety at like elementary school. Yeah. And you realize these things afterwards, be you know, just a genuine version of yourself. Yeah. So for me, after I got over my anxiety, which was in like after like two years, you know, of of, of uh, college, I was then that's when I sort of realized, okay, you know what? I have to give a genuine version of who I am. Because that is the realest version of who I am. And I'm really sure I don't need to add anything. Exactly. And I don't need to worry about any negative. So people don't exactly. have, uh, like, they, they can't think anything negative, else like, than the first yeah. time they see me. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. they're going to realize, yo, this guy's been the same person I've since mm-hmm. the beginning. Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean. That's what I try to do my best, like, to give my genuine yeah. um, first that's, impression. That's really good stuff. Um, but that means, sorry, no, 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 no. but that means that in order to give a genuine and all your faults, all that, like all of exactly. But for me, so for me, the way I look at it is, if you don't like the real me, then there's no point. Of that's, that's even what I was like, right now. Exactly. Like, that's why I try to give it you in the beginning. Be, you have to be comfortable with who you are. You have to be exactly. comfortable with your own skin in order to be able to give a genuine impression 100%. of who you are. Because if you're not comfortable with who you are, you're not going to be comfortable with other people seeing who you are. Exactly. True. And yeah. you can only you can, you can only make a, a false personality or something free for so long. That and then your, your, true, your true self is going to come out eventually. It's facts, and that's, yeah. that's adding on to your social anxiety exactly. because yeah. you have to keep, have to keep up the facade. Masking like is the worst yeah. thing you can do that's when you have a problem. Terrible, you know terrible, what I mean? Terrible. Terrible. Yeah. I feel like the best thing to do when you have any problems is to face it head on. But not like, to hide from it. Like that, that whole, just being yourself, like if I was, I have a story about that. There was, um, I went to this conference in I think third year. It was like an IT conference for school, and I met this guy that that was running like um, like a uh, uh, for a company who's running like their in, their invention. Or they they're making mm-hmm. stuff basically. R and D. R and D. R and D. Sorry, perfect, perfect. Thank you. So <laughs> he was running their R and D, and then I was just talking. He was like 
for me, the professional world, you don't get a lot of people. Like he's, he's, he grew up in the hood, so was, so I, so at least I could talk to him normal mm-hmm. instead of talking with him with a stick on my ass. <laughs> you can relate to I, him. Yeah, I can relate to him. So I was yeah. talking to him, mad normal, right? Yeah. And then he was like, yo, he's like, yo, I used to, I, just, I was asking about interviews and stuff, and he's like, yo, like when I was going into interviews, I used because I was like, yeah, I, I used to be very nervous for interviews. I'm like, yo, um, he's like, bro, just go in and whatever question they ask you, just answer as like you you yeah as you don't try to be like a fucked up version of you or whatever because you're gonna have to keep that up and if they don't want you it's a good thing because you would you would never be happy in that place so a place that accepts you for who you are is better than, is a, better place than a place that, that you get what i'm saying oh my god that's some great advice honestly because i like up until like even a couple of years ago I used to like look into a company, whatever I'm doing an interview. I used to do research on them, I used to do research on the position, I used to look up reviews of people that used to work there, just so I can sort of get a glimpse of you know what the, the kind what kind of person they're looking for and then try to be that person. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And for that and for the longest time it worked, like I don't think I've ever done an interview, interview that I didn't get no, okay, yeah. You know. But then recently when I started doing interviews for the company it got to the point where I'm doing an interview and I'm sitting there and I'm like, this is so big. I don't like that you know? Yeah. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking that, I'm thinking, wow, the person who I'm talking is probably thinking the same thing. 100%. Right? Yeah. I, like, and I realized that like, a person who's just being themselves, I would much rather work with. Because right? you know what you're getting into. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you know exactly who this person is. So it's always better just to be yourself. Like, and you know what? It's like Bernie Mac says. They don't like you for who you are. <laughs> you think that fun? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that's, 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 a, that's a good. I think moral of, of social anxiety. I don't know. We, we didn't cover it. It's a huge <laughs> spectrum. But our advice is, first of all, it's, ne- it's never that serious. It's never that serious. It'll blow off literally like a week later. You're like, oh, I can't believe I'm stressed about that. And the second thing is, um, don't try to impress people. Don't try to impress people. Exactly. Yeah, man. Perfect. Don't be fake, yo. Yeah. Um, um, the phone. So social anxiety in public areas. <laughs> so social anxiety in an elevator. Social anxiety at, uh, on a train. Um, social anxiety at work. I guess it's kind of that's late. Man. I mean, like, the principle still applies. Yeah. Well, how much you value something or how much importance you put on something yeah. is going to determine, like you know, the level of anxiety you have towards it. Yeah. So I'm thinking, and the elevator thing. Is very common, you know, like six from the elevator, like you touch your shoulders and it's like all quiet, everyone's just tensed up, like it's so weird, you know, but then, I remember especially a slow elevator, oh, especially when it's like, every person has a different uh, floor, and I'll be honest, I'm swearing at the person that pressed the floor that's on this, like if I'm on 10 and you live on 9, I'm like bro, just take the stairs from my floor, so bad at every person that button, no, the worst is like, they want to go on the first floor, First, oh, sorry, sorry, second, or like if they're going ground to second, or ground to first. I have a rule. It depends. If, you know? if, if so, so my building has forty-one floors, <gasps> and, and people, so if people, cut, but the elevator is stupid fast. Oh, okay. But still, I'm like, yo, if if you're like getting off anywhere from like under five, it has to be a mother with kids, able person, groceries, or groceries, or something. There has to be a justification. If you're an able person with two legs, take the freaking stairs. I guess so. Jeez, got one more. I guess so. Yeah, right, chill, bro. Oh my god. But, uh, I'll slide. Oh, yeah. transit, but like transit, yo. 
I, I understand that. I get where she's coming from. But like, yo, you go, you hold on to the pole, or you go, you sit down, and after that, you do your business, use your phone, whatever you're not using it, read a book, you, you know, just sit down, you train, your stop comes, get off. But if it's crowded, I get that. Like, you know what I mean? Young blur at like 9 a.m. on a, on a Monday. Uh, it's it's packed. I feel like technology has, or, you know, has made it so that people are not very good at being social. Unless Facts. they're forced to, yeah. right? Because unless nowadays, unless it's people that you've known your whole life, mm-hmm. you know, or unless you're in a position where you have no choice but to socialize with people, yeah. who really socializes? Like, yeah. who's really like think, talking think, to a person that's think, in the elevator? Think who's really like it's old people. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. they don't need. They, they, they live their whole life without the technology that we're feeling over now. And yeah. it depends on your personality too. Because if you're yeah. if you're an extrovert, I myself seem like I I can talk to anybody. I just pick up conversation. It doesn't really matter. Right, but yeah, not in that. You know, for example, like on a good example is Twitter. Mm-hmm. There's people who live a completely different life on Twitter. Their like personality or whatever they think their personality is, is on Twitter. But on real life, they'll be like mutes. You know, you know what I'm trying to say. So that's that's just messing with their social anxiety because mm-hmm. they feel like they're living life through Twitter. Like they don't leave their house. They live on Twitter. Like. Their whole, all their social interactions are on Twitter. They don't have real life social interactions. I think it's, that's part of the mask, you know? Exactly, with, with the mask. social media, like, you can be anybody. Mm, 100%. You know? And if, like, so you can literally live a social media account and you can be any version of yourself that you want to be. Exactly. Yeah, so, if you're not, so if you're not comfortable with the version of yourself that already exists, then you're gonna make a version of yourself that you think is good enough. Exactly. You know? And the more you live that life, the more sort of attached you become to it. And the so when, you, so when you get real life, like when you're in that elevator, like the person that you sort of that double life that you created is has no effect, you know? Mm-hmm. And you're left with who you are. Exactly. And because a person and this happens a lot where somebody will sort of put a lot of effort into that that person that, they, that, that they're pretending to be, that they're not comfortable with the person that they are, mm-hmm. you know? So when, they, when you're in that situation, where you're in that elevator or you're in that public setting, then you can't really sort of break that person out. But that's the person that you become attached to. That's the person, not the personal, the, the persona that you've been sort of, you know, giving up for that long. Or just even aspire to be. And not even mm-hmm. that, with, uh, with not knowing yourself, means you lack like acceptance right and the retweets and the likes and the people laughing at the person's tweet oh, fake, and all fake that acceptance. that is the their version of acceptance like okay there's people who rock me yeah. but they're like social media it's, it's not real yeah not real. like you can have a, a million followers but it doesn't really matter like who, who's on your phone right now like who are you texting right. who are you seeing who, who you who's seeing, seeing in real life like yeah. you know what i mean yeah. that's that's the thing like, i'm not gonna lie to you me yo like not to that extent but like the way i would act online is not the way I would act in real life. And it's not like me trying to give up a persona. It's just that I had the confidence of hiding behind the screen, you know? Being a keyboard warrior. (laughs) Whereas like, I was confident enough to, it's not that I wasn't thinking what I was thinking. It's just that behind the screen that you have that confidence to say it. As opposed to in real life. So a lot of times, it's not that they're a different person. It's that the exactly. thoughts are still there. Yeah, it's the same yeah. individual, but it's just that the person doesn't have confidence. the confidence or the courage to, you know, to express those thoughts and those feelings in the social setting 
because there's that added pressure, exactly. right? And that's sort of where social anxiety comes to play, right? Because when you're sitting at home and there's nobody around you, you're comfortable enough and confident to, to say or, or tweet whatever you want to tweet. Yeah. But when you're in a, uh, when you're in that elevator, you know you might not have the confidence to say or be the person that you are online. Um, so it, it, I, I understand it. I don't no, know with it, but I understand. You know, it. I 100% understand it. It's not something yeah. Un- yeah, yeah, understandable. Yeah, and, and plus, you're not held accountable for like what you say, like immediately. Like you there's no immediate response. Especially you know, especially you have an anime DP. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> like you see somebody say something, and then you're like, uh, <laughs> oh, and it's like, even funnier if you know somebody that does that, and like you know how they are in real life, and you know you see how they are on social media, and you're like, damn. I wouldn't say I wouldn't mind if but you'd be shocked a little bit. Yeah, I'll be shocked, but like. I, I wouldn't mind if they're not like a confident person in, in real life too. Like, it's kind of it's kind of different because imagine someone who's never talked. You don't even think like has any personality, and then on on social media they're like this person that's talking to everyone. Just you know, like yeah. Yeah. maybe 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 they just don't feel comfortable in just being outside and being honestly. You just gotta just gotta make that leap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Once, exactly. Once you do it once, it sort of becomes like uh, it becomes yeah, you, just gotta, you just gotta keep it's literally just something you gotta keep doing mm-hmm. but um do you guys i had a question um so kind of branching off to what you guys were saying do you guys think there's uh social anxiety and maybe or do you guys get anxiety from like texting or sending emails or maybe even uh hopping into dms Nope. <laughs> nope. Confidence. Uh, Honestly, I've always been a, like a good tester. Like I always did well on tests. Like, I was like, I, I was that guy that finishes like an hour before the time is done. Oh no. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that, that, that was always that test. Like, I, I was always like quick in and out. Bro, my name is Nico. We talked about it right before. Right, like, right before the test, like. In universal, in universal I, I, I don't remember what a high school test is like. I, I, just, I completely forgot what that process is. But a university exam, usually, they, or even a college or whatever, they usually make you wait outside the room mm-hmm. so they can set up the whatever, scan, scan challenge or yeah. whatever, the multiple choice sheets. Um, just that wait, and I'm looking over all the stuff, and I'll see something that I'm like, I probably read a hundred times, but they don't, don't recognize like right away. And, and then I'll lose my mind. Or just just even that way of people talking, saying things that that I might not know or just whatever, it just gives me like, I'm like, oh my God, I feel like a little test. <laughs> I gotta get the craziest anxiety rate what's before the, what's, the what's the most difficult part of the test for each of you guys? The difficult like, okay. like that, like that, that gives you the most anxiety. So for you, you'll be waiting outside Wait, before the waiting test. Waiting outside the test, yeah. Okay. Definitely it's before. So if I studied, and this is, I'm pretty sure it's for everybody, if I studied really well and I'm confident, I don't, I don't care. Even on the test, even if I do poorly, like, doesn't matter to me. But the thing is, if I don't study, even if I do well during the test, before the, before the test, I'm shit, I'm not scared, but I'm like, oh man, this is probably going to be hard. No. Yeah. Even if I'm studying all the time, like, I'm ready, like, I study, even I overstudied, like, I'm, I'm blessed, you know? I would, I would have anxiety until literally the test starts. Once the paper's in front of me, I'll be like, wait, I know this no, stuff, shit, I know this yeah. shit, what, what am I doing? And uh, like, I'd, I'd finish the test, even beginning of the test, middle of the test, end of the test, when the test is done, I completely don't want to stress about it. Yeah. I only stress before because it's the unknown, right? I don't know what's, ha- I don't know like, what, what it's going to be, really. like, you know? That's what I stress about, like, I stress what's yeah. going to be on the test, For me, how hard it's going to be, that's what I care about. When I, mean, I don't stress about 
any process, like from the beginning of the test to the end of nothing. Like if I come into the test, like um, I, especially when it's like you know right where the test starts, I make sure never to look at anything because you know when you start reading over things, that's when you're like okay, I don't try know to this. focus on like one and thing. And if you keep looking that's at things that you, and you realize okay, I don't know this, I don't know, I don't know this, then you, you'll start to get in your own head. So like during that wait in front of the class before the test starts, oh, don't look at anything. Don't look at anything. Forget that. An hour, two hours before the test, I'm not looking at anything. Because whatever I looked at is the only thing I'm going to remember. And then Everything during else the test, is the garbage. And then during the test, <laughs> I have a process. I'll, I'll start with the questions that I know 100%. Fast. So I'll do those ones first. That's what they say then too. I'll do the ones that I know a little bit less, a little bit less, a little bit less. And then I'll get to the last questions, like the last couple of questions. Just closing it. You're closing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those questions are the ones that would give me the most anxiety. But in my head, I'm like, I, could, I know this, I know these, I, these test answers. So I've done this much. So even if I get all of these wrong, I'm looking at like 50 on the test. You know, that's how I look at it. But then throughout the entire process, not, I'll get anxiety from none of it except the moment before I look at the mark, mm-hmm. like the second before I'm looking at the mark. That's <laughs> when I get anxiety. <laughs> so honestly, it depends on the course and it depends on the test. If I'm like, yo, because I swear to God, I swear to God, there's some tests that I've done in university that. <laughs> I'm like, I definitely got 2% on this exam, and I'm looking at the, the online, like, just keep refreshing, refreshing, like, every day, and until it becomes, like, my most, like, a frequently searched page or whatever, and then, I, I, like, until I get the market, it usually, like, leaps and bounds better than I thought it was going to be, but, do you guys, do you guys get stressed from multiple choice? I don't, but, do you guys do? No? Mm, Honestly, I get... Only because, like, my problem, I barely do multiple choice. Okay. So when I get multiple choice, I like it because it's it's different from writing out your problem. It's like yeah, a free throw. I prefer multiple choice. Facts. Like, because the answer is there. I have one out of four chance. That's what I think in my head. I have one out of four chance. One out of five. One out of ten. Most of the time, zero. Most of the time, you can figure out. Okay, it's definitely not this one. It's definitely not this one. Yeah. And then here's what I'm working with. You know. Exactly. And then yeah. you just choose one that has the longest answer. I refuse to believe. I refuse. <laughs> I refuse. I refuse to believe multiple choice is giving anxiety. My whole program is multiple choice. <gasps> My whole every single exam that I almost almost every single exam. Bro, I I I'd probably get like solid seventy every single thing. Every I, I, I probably because I'm, I'm so good. I'm so good. No, no. no, 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 no. I remember. I remember. My lifetime, I'm like seventy percent minimum. Bro, they would ask like, so some of the courses would ask like, let's say or let's say this is a wire and this wire has has forty volts and the name is like uh like it's like ABC. That's what I'm doing right now, bro. It's not not like part of it. No yeah, part, part of it. Part of it. Part of it. It's like ABC and the other one is like ABBC. <laughs> Oh, uh, it's so close. It's like, you don't know so which one is close, which. and then that's when that's when yeah, like yeah. those kind of questions start. Yeah, like, that's like, just close right to I think it depends on the course too. Depends on the course, yeah. Because then, sometimes you can you can be tricky with it. The content yeah. you can be tricky with some content, yeah. 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 But then yeah, some but content course. you can be really tricky with. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was gonna bring up a second another anxiety. Um, your cops. Oh, oh my god. My god. Anxiety cops? I get from from from. <laughs> Forget that. Sir, like, the anxiety I get from a park, like, not okay. knowing if I got a parking ticket or not. Oh. <laughs> God when you're walking up to the windshield. <laughs> oh. I, I swear to God, I wish I had binoculars in my back pocket so I could see. I'm, I'm, I'm visualizing it yellow. Because it's in Toronto, it's yellow. It's a yellow thing on my thing. I'm like, ah. But I get anxiety from that. I don't know why you guys. Best thing not. Again, how much value do you put on it? 
on a But your point about cops, like, one thing I realized when you talked about it, I'm like, wait, I get scared of a cop just passing by me and I haven't done anything wrong. Nothing. You can Not be clean, you have your license, you have your seatbelt, your hands are at 10 and 2, going the exact speed limit. A cop drives by you, you're gonna stiff up. Because you know and why? You're thinking like they could find anything. You could find there. anything and yeah. make it work. Because I've seen that happen before. Find quote unquote anything. <laughs> and not just cops in general, but back in the day before, and they, they're trying to bring it now. The Tabis. Have you seen them? Oh my lord, fam. Because yo, if you live, oh my god. I don't know if you guys know. If you live in TCHC, like, that means Toronto Community Housing. Like they have, they have the right to stop you without any cost. Yo, like, they just stop you and be like, yo, like I don't like what you're in, but what? I can stop you right now because I'm a cop. And th- it's it's not just that, but like when they're walking on road or they're on a bike and there's a situation, something. Let's just say something actually happened and they come up to you. The one line that they use to try and stop you and then you can't say nothing. They're like, oh, we we have a description of someone who's wearing the same clothing as you. We have to talk to you. Oh my god, what lie? Oh my god. But uh, all, all in all, like obviously they have, they, they do a lot of BS and you know, we've, we've experienced a lot of that you know, over the years. But I'm, like as I got older, I sort of like, you know, realized that same thing, like if, I have, if I'm in a position where I haven't done anything wrong and you know, I'm clean and I have everything straight, then why am I stressing? You know, why? Yeah. And that's the question I always ask myself. Whenever I'm driving by a cop and I start to stiff up, I, I, I sort of like, I always I stop like myself, myself. I'm like, like why? The... Why am I stressed out here? You know, yeah. Why am I being, feeling anxious? Mm. Right? Then I sort of have to like talk myself out of it. But like over the years of doing that, it sort of became less. So now I'm like, you know, I see a cop is like, whatever, you know? In the back of my mind, there's a possibility that I might get pulled over and there might be something. Exactly. But at the end of the day, like the way I look at it is, it's a 50-50 chance. He's either gonna stop me or he's not gonna stop me. It's gonna happen or it's not gonna happen. So why am I stressing about it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm so stressed about it. Yeah. I mean, you have to sort of train yourself to think like that. Yeah. Like it took me a while to like actually like you know the fact make that a second the nature. fact that it pops in our head every time we go by a cop means so much. It does. Yeah. But yo, the reason I, the, so I don't know about you, but the reason I I'll get like crazy anxiety if I see a cop or drive by a cop. I'm like yo, what if they make us there? Not make us share, but like there's like a new law that passed or something. I'm like, and I don't know about it, and then they might just like be like, oh yo, your phone's on your lap. You can't just freaking phone. That actually happened to me. Huh? That yeah. actually happened to me. Okay. A, a cop stopped me. He's like, "Oh, um, I didn't see, but another cop drove by you and said you had your phone in your hand, and I got a ticket." Yeah, some deal. Like, he just gave me that five hundred dollar ticket. Bro, what if I told you? Anytime, anytime I'm driving and like my phone's like, uh, let's say I'm, uh, I have my phone like this, throw it back. Like, it's, yeah, like it's exactly so, 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 every time I have my phone and like, I can't drive by, like I just let go. I just just let it drop in the ground. I, I, I just throw it, bro. Yeah. I whip it into the bottom of the seat. I'm like, yo, I don't want nothing to do with it. No, no. If you want to use so it now, rude. what I do if it's on my lap and I'm looking down and I see a cop, I act like I'm scratching my thigh or something like that. <laughs> 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 no, I throw my phone like. What? 
So basically, if you, if you, basically, if you have your phone and you, you, you'll get that ticket, but to avoid that, basically you have to turn off your car and stop on the side, all of that. That's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's still nuts. Oh my God, that shit just gives me, like, oh my God, what if there's some BS that it's like, oh, you can't, okay, okay, look at it. can't eat food what's, while you're What's the worst that, they, that they could do? Give me a ticket. Yeah. That's some unnecessary bullshit. You have to smell some smoke in the car. Something we can't have a whole like full-on topic, but just maybe something you guys want to ask or like a quick question answer exactly, kind of thing. Like just yeah, give us like something. So if you guys want us quick, to answer yeah. like quick questions or whatever, we can we can leave a portion at the end of each episode and then answer the question. So you guys can go into the curious cat. Curious cat has changed. Our, our, all our social medias have changed. So let me just update you guys. So the Instagram is called Fully Living Pod. So that's F U L L Y living. And that's pod, pod for podcast. Pod for podcast. And um, I, th- I believe Twitter is the same. Fully living pod at fully living pod. And um, the curious so you go to Twitter and then you can do the curious cat and you can answer the questions and all of that. So um, yeah. I think, I think I have a few questions. Do we have? He said no. We're gonna call this shit up. Um, we don't have questions this week, so I guess this is goodbye for this week. Don't know. Later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>